When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, I'm Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode... Reaching out with the hand of reconciliation... For me, the sincerity of that is quite questionable because what is being asked in exchange really is that just forget and let's just unify. Last week, the Philippines marked 37 years since the bloodless revolution that toppled the dictatorship of Ferdinand Marcos. And all eyes were on his son, President Marcos Jr., to see how he would spend his first EDSA anniversary in power. We have had a downgrading of the ability of the government to respectfully commemorate the watershed event that is 1986 EDSA People Power during the Duterte administration. I don't think uh, former President Duterte has sincerely paid his respects and appreciated the role of 1986 People Power in the country's political narrative and uh, the Filipinos' collective memory. That's Aries Arugay, chairman of the Political Science Department, at the University of the Philippines, Diliman. So we could say that to an extent, this is a continuation, but uh, the discomfort of the government, as I could describe it as such, has increased given the ironic position that we have found ourselves in, wherein the reasons why the revolution happened are precisely the ones that are in government right now, and are supposed to be given the tremendous responsibility of reminding the Filipino public on the role of 1986 people power in the nation's history. So how did President Marcos choose to handle this awkward situation? First, he issued a last-minute order on February 23, declaring the next day a special non-working day. By last minute, I mean 7 p.m. the day before. Offices across the country quickly scrambled to comply. Uh, there would be very few who would negatively see a holiday being declared, right? On the other hand, the actual day was not a holiday. So uh, it's weird that Friday was declared a holiday and Saturday is still a working day. It was supposed to somehow fit into the holiday economics uh, policy of the government. One could construe this as distraction, right? Uh, just just give them, just give Filipinos more time so that they can go and and on on leisure and etc. Because this will mask 
discomfort and uh, that the government is currently facing. I mean, reading the the proclamation itself, it's quite cringy how they seem to not say anything about why they're declaring the holiday when everyone knows and everyone is aware that there is such this very uncomfortable, cringeworthy position that the government has found itself in. And then, on the eve of the anniversary, I could not find a better time to come back to Ilocos Norte, but to join, to, to join in celebrating the Tanok ni Ilocano, the festival of festivals, to show off to the world the best that Ilocanos can offer. Marcos returned to the seat of his family's power, flanked by his nephew, Governor Matthew Marcos Manotok, and his son, the district's representative, Marcos addressed supporters in a stadium built to honor his father's legacy. This year's festival is more special even, as we are here at the newly renovated Ferdinand E. Marcos Sr. Memorial Stadium. Named after my father, the stadium speaks well of the strength, the brilliance, the resilience, of every Ilocano. I am certain that my father is now watching us proudly and to see how far we have fared as a people. On the actual EDSA anniversary, February 25, Marcos chose to skip the wreath-laying ceremony at the People Power Monument. His predecessor, Rodrigo Duterte did the same throughout his presidency. By skipping the official ceremony, Marcos also averted an awkward run-in with protesters. He then released a statement calling EDSA a quote-unquote time in our history that divided the Filipino people. That, of course, raised eyebrows. To mention that uh, people power is divisive seems consistent with the attempts to undermine what is clearly one of the foundational points of consensus in Philippine politics. So I think prior to 2016, while there were already contestations on the EDSA narrative, These are minor voices because, as you know, in terms of historical narratives, there will always be attempts to undermine it from the point of view of the interest of these entrepreneurs, those who wanted to to change uh, history because they want to make themselves look good. However, in this age of disinformation, this age wherein post-truth politics prevail, The notion that EDSA itself is divisive uh, seems to further chip at the foundations of the country's history. In his statement, Marcos also offered a quote-unquote hand of reconciliation to those with different political persuasions. Uh, He still, and, and his perhaps advisors, are still playing the tricks in their playbook that what the country needs is unity rather than further divisiveness. And 
the the call to unity and the call for reconciliation are very much consistent. But historians, the guardians of our democracy, has always pointed out that unity and reconciliation without, at the very least, um, not even accountability, but answerability, cannot proceed. Reconciliation only happens after truth-telling, after cards have been laid on the table. How can you move forward when there's no learning? There's no learning because there's no admission. There's no admission because it undermines whatever uh, they have built over the years. We'll pause here, but when we return, more on the significance of EDSA in this particular moment of our history. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Just four decades ago, the Filipino public trooped the EDSA, stood toe-to-toe with military tanks, and successfully ousted a brutal dictator. Today, that dictator's son and namesake is the president, the first person to win by a majority vote since the revolution. So it's worth asking, how did we get here? I think the, the disillusionment of EDSA has already started even prior to the restoration of the Marcos dynasty in power because Philippine democracy has fell off the course uh, since 1986. And there seem to be a lot of expectations that this revolution will just magically transform our democracy into a mature and consolidated one. But we all know that democracy is always a moving target. It's always a work in progress. And There's no monopoly of blame on why democracy in a country gets eroded or rolls back or backslides. But what I can say is that uh, what makes it disturbing for me is not only that uh, Philippine democracy has not made substantial progress, but it's actually uh, stagnating and even to a point of further erosion. Like, democracy has not only um, not improved, but it's actually worsening. But it's also plain to see that the memory of EDSA has been under siege. I think right now we're not just contesting the details of the event. The contestation now is on the validity of the event and to what extent that it has shaped the country. If you read a lot on social media, you will see there that a lot of grief, a lot of anger is directed towards the event rather than some of the actors themselves. So I think what we are seeing is the worsening of the 
overall appreciation of what EDSA represents. It's yet another irony that our nation is living through. Just a few decades ago, this bloodless revolution was a point of pride for the Filipino people. And we have become famous as one of the instigators of a nonviolent way to transfer power without force, without bloodshed. If EDSA indeed is divisive, then how could it inspire other countries to embark on political change without the use of violence? From the post-communist revolutions in the early 90s to the Arab Spring. Worth remembering, too, are the ideals that drove the EDSA revolution in the first place. Take away the, the elites. Take away the names of EDSA. EDSA in its purest form, it's about people power. So, so long as that idea remains, so long as that idea that the power in any democracy belongs to people who are organized, who are unified with the purpose of establishing a better Philippines, I don't think no amount of disinformation can ever take that idea away. That idea will always be there. So people power, what EDSA represents, continues to be a political project. Those who promise to make it happen might have faltered and failed, but it doesn't mean the entire project is done and it's over. New voices, new faces in new spaces can claim this idea because you can extinguish and you can undermine, you can uh, fake news your way uh, with, with the actors of EDSA, but you cannot fake news your way with the idea of EDSA. But as mentioned earlier, we're living through a presidency that colors EDSA's memory with some irony and discomfort. So I asked Professor Aris Arugay, how do we commemorate people power now? We plan early. We, we don't recycle the same actors. We put forward new voices, new faces. Let's make EDSA relevant to the new generation, to the young Filipinos who will be the forces of change in the future. Have meaningful conversation on what EDSA means to ordinary people and not just what EDSA means for the personalities and the elites. So I think a true people-oriented commemoration of EDSA by next year is something that could somehow pull back EDSA away from just simply a conflict among the elites, but as a political project to be taken up by a new generation, a new set of political players who could rescue Philippine democracy from where it is right now. And that was today's episode of Teka, Teka News. Again, I'm Bella Perez Rubio. This episode was edited by Pidoy Blanco. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And don't forget to give it a 5-star rating on your podcast app. Check out Puma Podcast Series, Radio Malaya, if you want to know what it felt like to be part of the People Power Revolution. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening. Hold up. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.